You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. All right, so Royce Unchained here on a Friday. Uh, Pat, before we uh, – we can either get into a deep recap of the Diamond Awards. There's a million Ooh. things we can talk about, but let's talk about where these listeners should buy their cars from first. It's a, it's a layup. It's a no, no contest. It's a pinch hit home run. Go to uh, the Valley Group of GM dealers uh, and Apple Valley, where I've been going for 12, 15 years probably, getting all my cars there. And uh, they got the they got the great Buicks, they got the GMC trucks, uh, they got all kinds of SUVs, the little ones, medium ones, big ones. Prices right now are good. Uh, price to move, as we say, and also the uh, interest rates are uh, good uh, on the on the on the money you can, uh, you know, on the when you qualify to uh, for the payments there. So uh, the Paul uh, the Paul fellas, Jim the dad, Brett his son. They uh, run the dealership. They have veteran uh, salespeople, men and women, who uh, know what they're doing. It's not a bunch of 22-year-old kids just out of college that want to leave two years later. they real salespeople. And, uh, you know, just I trust them. Uh, Apple Valley are my guys. Hastings store, too. So uh, check them out. And uh, most of these, uh, most of the car dealers now are uh, big chains. I saw another story today about, uh, in the paper today, about uh, out, an outfit that owns 350 of these uh, auto dealerships. So these guys own two. So make sure they take care of you. They want you coming back. Uh, the Valley Group of GM dealers, Apple Valley yeah. and Hastings. I'll tell you guys, uh, it takes a village to develop baseball prospects. And I played my part last night. Yes. By showing Brooks Lee where the men's room was. Oh, that's good. That's right. good. Remember that during to, his Hall uh, of Fame speech in 20 years. Yeah, I wanted to uh, get over and talk to that kid, but I never did because I mainly couldn't. It was so dark in there at the armory. I couldn't find which table people were at. But uh, the uh, I, I met his – I went out to Wilmer in 21 to do something on the Stingers, and his – the people who served as Brooks's parents, you know, the, 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 the they live in yeah, the baseball there. family, yeah. the baseball family, his baseball family was there and they, they loved the kid. It's just a kind of a, you know, a baseball family. And they give the guy, they give the kid that stays with them a car, but it's an old beater, you know, and uh, the one Brooks had, didn't have air conditioning and it was a hot summer that year, but didn't have, it was an old, you know, 15 year old something. Didn't have air conditioning. That year that I was there, the, they had an old beater, but at least the air conditioning. I talked to the kid who was were living with that family this year and at least that one had air conditioning. But the yeah. Wilmer, I believe is the smallest town in the Northwoods league, but they've been very successful and they, uh, they had a good crowd there that night. I was out there in July, I think. And, uh, and oh, good! Somebody's calling me over here. I've got is. to turn off my cell phone. It's anyway, okay. uh, uh, yeah, Brooks Lee. He's a, 
Yeah, that's that's the one thing you think about. I mean, they they want to if they want to trade anybody, don't you think it's Jorge? Yeah, because I, of the I think that's young accurate. infielders they have. Because it, uh, Julian's going to be the second baseman, and uh, this kid's on the way, and they got Royce Lewis. So this kid's got some personality too, man. He yeah. he he got up there. He won the Twins Minor League uh-huh. Hitter of the Year award, and he gets up there, and he's you know he's got the charm. He's and I can't remember. I think I think because Bramer was interviewing these guys kind of between, um, and and he was asked about his name being Brooks, and obviously legendary uh, Brooks Robinson. So yeah. he said, "Well, first of all, uh, I was originally going to be named after my parents' other favorite baseball player, Lou Brock, but the name Broccoli would be kind of weird." <laughs> so I, I might have been the biggest <laughs> chuckle of the night. We uh, we were a little short on humor last night. Let's yeah. just put it this way. Nobody got up and needled Baldelli like they did last year. I <laughs> no. <laughs> Nobody. I didn't I didn't even see Rocco. He was there someplace, right? Hiding down. He the, was in yeah, he was actually at one at one point he was uh he was roaming around kind of back by the production area and our our coworker, one of our awesome sales guys, Matt and mm-hmm. Rocco were just like yucking it up for ten minutes. So he was like, he, Rocco was a man of the people last night, kind of roaming around like a fish well, concert. Uh, see, I'm, I'm going to head down to the, the uh, ballpark. Uh, that thing they're doing today, that media thing where they don't really tell us anything, but they act like they're going to. And uh, and and maybe I'll get to see him there because I want to ask him about the twins. Because that picture they sent out last year they had the one twin. They were still sleeping in the maybe even in the hospital because they were there for a few days. And the one kid was like, and the other little guy was like sleeping on him. And you know, you know, they're going to have two kids and the one's going to be kicking the crap out of the other one his whole life. You know? So uh, I got to ask him how that uh, relationship is going. If the, if the big bruiser is being mean to his brother or not. So yeah. Rocco, the new Rocco, the new loose, Loose as a goose, Rocco. Though it's hell yeah, you fight, you break it, you break a twenty-year playoff drought, yeah. and you're you're feeling pretty loosey goosey. No, it was interesting though the the joy, the massive joy. And I guess there should be joy because you haven't. All they can't say you haven't. You've gone eighteen years without winning a eighteen games without winning a playoff game. But we did kind of treat that like it was a run to the World Series or something when we were reflecting on it last yesterday in the interviews. The the roaring crowds. We'll see how the roaring crowds are this year in April when they have the worst schedule in the history of baseball. They're, they're home in April. They get the Dodgers here. Shohei, he might be coming to town on a Monday, a Tuesday, and a Wednesday, early April. Yeah. This is two consecutive times, too, that, that when the Dodgers have come to town, because yeah. the last time was the exact same, it's been April. Yeah, it's so stupid. Why do yep. they do that to us? I you know, they, the one good change they made it, last year is that they, they, you know, they reduced the number of co- games you're playing against them in your own division. And it didn't really have a, didn't really have a huge impact on records, did you think? I mean, the Central was terrible because it was terrible, not because they were playing teams from, you know, more games against teams from other divisions. But uh you know, it's that that was smart. So you don't have those teams, but I still want to get those teams in April. Isn't that as we should be playing in April? You know, yeah, the, that makes the sense. Cleveland's and the Detroit's, yes. Division, although they're all bad weather places, you know, so it's uh, 
And we're due, by the way. We we're sitting here. It's almost February, and it's like forty degrees. It's barely snowed. You know that April is going to get. Here's the thing. Weird. We last year had a wonderful baseball drought. Now I think they had one rain delay. We had one game that they played the next day, but not because of rain, because they thought it was going to. Right? Remember, they had one. They pushed back, and I think they had one other rain delay. And mm-hmm. that has not happened again. Yeah. Drought might not be good for the farmers, but it's terrific for baseball. <laughs> you know, and the schedule was very favorable last year. A lot of games in the summer, and this year it's just the opposite. And we're going to have, you know, seven rain postponements and twelve rain delays because that's the way it works. It's like the Vikings. You get all the breaks one year, you don't get the breaks the next year. We told you that. The season. We knew in August the Vikings weren't going to have a good year because they had too good a year the year before. Yeah. And that's the way it's going to be in baseball, too. 20 that, inches of snow in April. Yeah. That said, though, if if the star, if they can replace Sonny, the team's about the same, maybe even a little better if, if Royce Lewis is healthy and Edward, Ed, Eddie Julian, now you're not – you're not in a complete panic when somebody hits him a ground ball. So, uh, you know, he played better the last the month or six weeks at second base. So the lineup, I mean, and, and now we don't know if Buxton can play center. They're, they're hoping he can play center with this new surgery. But, uh, you know, the, the lineup will be probably better because, of you know, assuming they'll be healthier. That was, you know, the most frontal thing they did yesterday hmm. in, that, uh, in the production was introducing Jeffers and saying, basically, we made him play behind that stiff Christian Vasquez all year, but now he's going to get to play more <laughs> next year. That's yeah. basically what the video said. So, yeah, uh, Je- I think, like, Jeffers handled it well, too, because most improved anything yeah. implies that you were not good before, and he mm-hmm. seems to be em- embracing the most improved thing. Yes, he was. Thing, well, right? he, there was a reason he went home and changed everything with his swing, you know. He, yeah. I mean, that, that was that was told to us before we saw the improvement. So that wasn't something that, you know, that was made up that, uh, you know, he was talking about that in March in, in Florida, how he remade his swing and it worked. It was, he was a, an effective player. A lot of them, some of the uh, guys that watch catching a lot closer than I do still think he's a, he's a couple of ticks below Vasquez as far as handling pitchers and stuff like that. But, you know, and, and as of right now, Vasquez that Vasquez and his ten million dollars are still yeah, on the books, you're not right? Get rid of him. Somebody was telling Bobby Nightingale was, uh, and I were talking about it. And I said they can't get rid of him, and he said I think they can. You know, hmm. somebody will take him. So, and he, he's pretty plugged in. Poor Bobby, however, it, uh, the Star Tribune ran a list of. Uh, did we talk about that, Bobby? Of, of guys who voted for who voted for Joe and who didn't vote for Joe. Mm-hmm. And Bob Nightingale was on the list of who didn't vote for Joe. Oh. And, and people, why didn't he vote for him? A, Bobby doesn't have a vote yet. He hasn't been in in 10 years. B, it was dad. It was yeah. oh. dad that did vote. But how's that guy from the Tribune, Star Tribune, not voting for Joe? You know. Well, I, th- I think there's a question. I'd love to know why, why Bob didn't vote for Joe. Bob didn't vote to. for him because he didn't think he was, he was caught enough games to be a first year. I asked Bob Bob Junior that too, and he said he didn't think he 
caught enough games to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. There's still, I think he's still kind of a, in the, there's still guys that think there's something sacred about the first year, and Bob apparently is one of those guys. Are we going to try and cancel all the writers that didn't vote for Joe now? Is that our, are we are we vindictive about this now? I don't know. It's uh, it you know I did not reveal my ballot for years just because so many people were screaming they have to reveal their ballots. Now, if you would have just shut up, I would have revealed my ballot after the voting was done. But the fact you know that it was only what. 15 years ago, maybe that they started putting people's ballots on a website two weeks after the, mm-hmm. the voting. And, uh, you know, for years, half the votes were, weren't uh, revealed. And, and I didn't reveal mine just to agitate people. I didn't care what, you know, I'd tell everybody who I voted for, but I, I didn't, you know, the, the people screaming that we had to reveal our ballots was believe that or not. I was trying to be a contrary in there. So, did we get a TV update last night? Do we know where the hell we're going to watch these games? Imagine, was it? I have one. I actually, I, I sleuthed a little. Okay. They, did, they didn't say anything publicly. I can tell you that there was a very important, very high-level meeting about the TV situation yesterday morning. But yeah. I don't know if they finalized something, but it was like an ownership-level meeting took place about the current TV situation yesterday morning. So I don't know, maybe they'll announce something today at the media luncheon, or maybe we have to wait longer. So it looks like it's going to be another year of Valley with streaming rights uh, still to be finalized, but uh, at about half the price, right? That's quite a reduced price, unless they came up with another option. But Valley's made this partnership with, Amazon that they're trying to kind of steal everybody's uh, streaming rights at half, you know, at a low at a low price, and uh, and I, I don't think the Twins or anybody else wants to do. Maybe they'll do it for one year, but they're not going to give the streaming rights away. You know, Bally wants the streaming rights for the next five years or something. They're not going to get right. those. So, but the, prob- the problem is- with that, Pat, is the blackout rules apply. Then that that's what they've got to get passed. Yes. If, if you stay with those blackout rules on streaming, that defeats mm-hmm. the entire purpose of this yeah. whole thing. And it also does, doesn't it defeat the uh, what Corey Provis told us when he said he was switching yes. to TV, that we were going to get rid of the blackout rules? Yes, 100%. And, and uh, you know, well, is, is Bally going to waive the blackout rules? They got to, you know, Whew. at least on streaming, you got to waive the blackout rules, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I would yes. think that after like this year, they're going to have to kind of duct tape things together. Yeah. I would hope that given another year, we can just get into a more for at least half the teams in baseball, including the twins yeah. that, that need yeah. to package together. This just put the a, games uh, on Amazon Prime. This is a crisis, though, in baseball. This is I mean, when you got the Texas Rangers saying we can't afford to sign uh, a left handed pitcher because yeah. we're going to have a TV deal. Did he sign yet? By the way, no. here I didn't he, think he signed it. There's a lot I, of guys out there. He he is, I think, trying to wait out Texas. I yeah. I think Texas said we'll come back and get you once th- this is done. Nobody expected it would go this long. He's, he over, he should have he overpriced himself for you know. Did okay, you have a good two months and all of a sudden you think you're worth two hundred million dollars? I don't think so. Do you think Judd brought this up yesterday on the on the Twin Show? So you know, two years ago. They went to Scott Boris, or vice versa, actually. Scott Boris went to the Twins and said, hey, 
we can't find we can't find the deal we want long term for Correa. So let's do a one year deal that's dressed up as a three year deal. If we want it to be a three year deal, let us use you to get Carlos Correa thirty five million dollars. Right. Well, Jordan Montgomery, Blake Snell, Cody Bellinger, mm-hmm. are all Scott Boris clients. Spring trainings in two weeks. Could one of these guys do a Carlos Correa type? Not the not the latest Correa contract, but the first mm-hmm. one, the one year. I don't think they want to do that because they want to get their payroll down, not up. So I mean, it, but it would I only think, be a one year. Yeah, and by the way, their their payroll. About, I, I think they're worried about this year. You know, I think they figure they're going to have some solution here on TV, but uh, I don't know. Their payroll is down forty right, and if the season started today, their payroll would be down from one fifty nine to one eighteen. So they have, yeah. currently they have shaved forty million dollars off their payroll. I'd rather have Sonny Gray than Jordan Montgomery. You know, yeah. I would have rather kept Sonny Gray than have Jordan Montgomery. Uh, you know, I was uh, surprised that Carlos showed up though, just to get the Defensive Player of the Year award. Uh, I was that he came in for Quinn's best. I was surprised. So he's, yeah. you know, he's been a good team guy. You, you, you thought at oh, yeah. times, you thought at times it was all BS, but he's, you know, okay, this is my fate. And, uh, you know, I'm going to make the best of it. So. And he's, you know, it's, he's the rare Minnesota athlete that isn't afraid to talk about championships. I mean, mm-hmm. he's, and I don't think he's full of it. I think, you know, he knows what that looks like in Houston. He's played 90 playoff games. And every yeah. time he talks about the goal, he, he is very clear. We are going to win a World Series while I'm here. And whether that happens or not, you know, we get the Vikings get very nervous about that. Kirk mm-hmm. Cousins would I don't think Kirk Cousins has ever said Super Bowl in the six years he's been with the Vikings. No, for good reason. What uh, what uh, who's uh, they, they? I think Louis Varlin should stand the bullpen. I I think he's yeah. the way he pitched to come in. So who's who's going to start? Who are they going to have for a starter? They need. They're going to they trade need, for somebody. They'll they'll they make a get trade. Another starter here. Seattle's reason, got some pitchers. The reason they won last year was starting pitching. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know that that was the big difference. Uh, so you could overcome injuries, and uh, I think the one disappointment to me this week though was Joey Gallo signs over there, and I we're not getting Joey back. I'm uh, no. very. Would you okay? We asked this. So Miguel Sano got a minor league deal with the Angels, and Gallo got a major league deal, five million with the Nationals. If you had to keep one of those guys on your team for an entire season, you can't release them. Would you rather have Miguel Sano in two thousand twenty four or Joey Gallo? Yeah, I don't know. Would I? What disease would I rather have? Give me or pancreatic cancer. Yeah, no, you don't want that one. No. No. Would I rather have COVID or uh, just just the good old uh, you know flu that you could never beat? No, I COVID I think, with the shot too. I think probably Miguel because he's a right-handed hitter and they need right-handed yeah. hitters more than left-handed hitters. Joey, plus I think Joey was more certain to strike out the last two months of the year than any baseball player I have ever witnessed in my life. When you can't hit a fastball above your navel and you can't hit any breaking ball at all eh, for two months, that's a bad sign. That's, that's yeah. not a good sign. It, it was incredible the way he missed breaking balls last year. It was, it was just, just amazing. The good news, so, Pat, is that, that 
supposedly Sano is in the best shape of his life. So this oh, is going to be a new yeah. new Miguel. He's going to he's lost a lot of weight. He was 252 when he came up to big leagues in 2015, right? So uh, I, I I doubt if he's 252. He'd have to he'd have to chop off a leg at the knee to be 252 now. So, uh, you know the two things though, Pat. The I two things. Made, I, I hope he. It'd be nice to see. He's not a bad guy, you know. The two things in life, though, in ba- baseball, are, are the optimism in spring training that surrounds that guy because. He's in the best shape of of his life, and the optimism now about Buxton, which yes. I have no idea where that's coming from. No, I don't either. They have new knee procedure, and I think they just ended up agreeing with the public on this one that if he can't play center field, yeah, and he's going to hit two fifteen, why bother? Maybe maybe they got. Insur- I I doubt if they have insurance on the contract though because of his injury history. It would have been impossible probably to get. And it. the contract is already a lot lower than it would have been because of his yeah. injury history, yeah. right? So uh, you know, I I think it's just if he can't play, and the, you know when you DH him, you can't bat him eighth. You know where you know to hurt his feelings completely. So they've just decided that you know. If he can't play center field, they agree with the public, then then we're just going to have to say go back to Georgia and have a good life, and uh, and uh, we'll uh, we'll try something else here with the DH. But that that's the way I see it. But you're right, the optimist. I guarantee you, no matter what they're telling you, we aren't going to see. Him. I, oh, I can't guarantee you. I would project that we're not going to see him in center field till March fifteenth. Anyway, do you think? Yeah, you don't want to you don't want to waste no. any of those no. those yeah. innings in center field. Precious. Yeah. I don't know. So, uh, what happened to our Fighting W's last night, man? They're they're cruising to another win and the boom boom boom, huh? Yeah, through two periods, throw up one rip. They look good, and the third period, I think, uh, I think Nashville scored two goals in like forty seconds, and then a third goal, and that was it. Yeah, they. You know what? At the end of the day, they're just not that good. But Which is Joel, okay. Joel Erickson Eck has become a star and is by far their best player. Forget Kirill. Kirill might be the most explosive, but Eck is a – our guy Eck has turned into a hell of a player because he's good defensively. And he goals. face off once in a while, right? He's the, he's the most consistent player, but I'm going to tell you right now, Brock Faber is up there. Oh, yeah. Brock Faber has been a revelation. That That's the amazing thing is – for Garen being forced to trade Fiala and it looking like he was screwed by that, he won that trade, mm-hmm. which I don't think he had any idea he was going to. But he playing, is he still playing thirty minutes? He's playing like he played like twenty two last night. I mean, oh, it's incredible though. They had him play thirty a few, a couple of games. Now they had him play. I think the high was around twenty five against Montreal in the OT game about a month ago. But I mean, he's been incredible. Yeah, well, that kid good. deserves a lot of credit. And the Wolves won. That's right. We're back, it, back to back, back to back wins after uh, the most embarrassing yeah. loss of the season. A Nets team, a Nets team that's like uh, about half of the other ones. They got one third of their players playing, but uh, they're uh, it's hard work for those fellas right now. It's uh, it's hard work. And slow mo, I see he had another wonderful night. I think he got three, and he's uh, you know it's. Uh, oof. 
Yeah, right. it's tough. Like his uh, the number the numbers are kind of damning for him too. He's mm-hmm. they're like eight points better per one hundred possessions when he's not on the court. So, which is kind <laughs> of the like last year he was he was oh, added value. He, he was outstanding, but I think maybe we're finding out why he's moved around. Right? Uh, yeah, he does add some value, but he like him. Him not being willing or able to take those shots anymore from the corner, you know, you mm-hmm. you can tic tac toe pass and oh, Kyle's wide open in the corner. He doesn't, she doesn't shoot that shot anymore. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, and uh, and this this despite he gets away with more traveling than anybody in history as he's going <laughs> slow. They they can't keep, he doesn't have the Euro step. He's got the Euro Africa Asia step. They let it's, him take about different continents. <laughs> yeah, what is it a dance? Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's so uh, weird. But hey, I was thinking about this though. We got the new Rocco, right? Who's kind of an animated guy. We got O'Connell, who's fine when he's not sitting next to Quasi, and we got uh, we got uh, Finchie, who we all love. Finchie's going to tell you the truth, and and we don't know Heinze well enough yet yeah. to know how he is. But the we got the. We got pretty easy coaches to deal with around here right now. Yeah, we're in a we're in a pretty good spot. They're all they're all they're all uh, they're all like parents. They're all like dads, pretty much. Yeah. We just right. we just only have one hope, and that's that they don't spend their money on Kirk. They spend it on more valuable players, such as JJ yeah. and uh, Daniel Hunter. Daniel yeah. Hunter, but uh, that we don't know. We'll have to wait that one out. Well, we gotta we gotta run here. Speaking of those Vikings things, we have to, we have to speculate uh, on our feedback Friday purple daily here. So we'll say okay. goodbye to you and enjoy you your. Start with Kirk, you're gonna throw the atom bomb right away. Or you're gonna go somewhere. I think we'll tuck it uh, five minutes in. We're gonna okay. we'll give people five. I'll minutes I'll see you at the luncheon, Royce. Bye. All right. See you later. All right, there he is, uh, Patrick Royce. Royce Unchained here, presented in part by Zero Res as well. Uh, if you're interested in just breathing cleaner air in your home. How about get a deep clean from Zero Res? You can get the Scornorth Special, which is three rooms, zero resified, starting at just $119. And this month, take $75 off when you get your air ducts cleaned. 9520res or zeroresminnesota.com. Say you want the Scornorth Special and spell it forward or backwards. It spells the same, zero res.